0: So, what are you waiting for? Get Bluehost Cloud today by visiting bluehost.com. That's bluehost.com.
1: Welcome back, everyone. What is up, you guys? What's up, you guys? Hey, guys. Welcome. Welcome to VGRX Video Game Pharmacy, your weekly dose of video game news and knowledge and
2: welcome to another episode of vgrx your weekly dose of video game knowledge know-how news and anything else we decide we want to talk about that day
3: thanks for joining us again welcome to vgrx this is your weekly dose of video
0: game news and insight to video game pharmacy your weekly dose of video game news and banter the pharmacy is now open what is up you guys
2: welcome to another episode of vgrx your weekly dose of video game news knowledge and know-how and sometimes trivia when zach feels like it yes yes
0: i like how that's part of your intro now. i know it has
2: to be it has
0: to be part of the intro i'm very off and on yeah. these days when, you
2: know. <laughs> only when you're feeling it yeah well hey that's zach that you just heard hey i'm scott we have Britton. hey scott and dan
1: uh, sorry, I was going to try and be quiet for as long as I could. And oh, then, not like, allowed. Yeah, no. Walk in. But and, then I hey, just dancer. like,
2: I yeah. blew it, and I was like, oh, hey, Dan, look, you're walking through the door right now." That was the door shutting, in case you didn't know. And then you just confused everybody. Sorry. Talking
1: anyway yeah, yeah i'm here Hi. my my brain yeah. is kind of like dang. melty
2: delty hey zach you had a question last week yes hit us with the answer to that question which i'm gonna be honest with you i don't remember
1: <laughs> we never do uh so. i remember being really interested in the answer we were debating
0: it uh but i asked what was the very first uh battle royale game that's right i said yeah. like
2: mod of daisy i don't remember oh what yeah i
1: <laughs> i went for like a Total, just random long so shot and unreturned. I think
0: you guys were very close uh, and semi-right. Uh, it was a mod of ArmA Two. Yeah, okay. we, we stumbled on that Ooh. in our and conversation. it, and I it think. was Daisy. Okay, I yeah. didn't. I didn't know that there Scott was a nice. Daisy
1: mod for ArmA Two.
0: Didn't you know that Daisy is a mod of ArmA? Daisy two? Yeah. <laughs> is a mod, and then
1: <laughs> yeah, no, I, I didn't know that it was on ArmA Two. I knew it was on <laughs> ArmA Three. Is is what I mean? Like, I I remember ArmA Three coming out, and like that was a huge deal with some people I know, and then like. Yeah, I just I I didn't realize that Daisy was something that had existed in Arma two. So that went yeah. on for like two <laughs> Sorry, years. You, you looked at me like I was just completely dumb there. I
3: <laughs> well, I was kind like, of, I, to I mean that's kind of you, know, you, you are you kinda there.
1: are I mean what? No
3: joke. Yeah. This genre existed for a couple of years before it took off then. Yeah. People were playing it. Yeah, it was streamed yeah. a lot, but nowhere near Fortnite or I even mean, Yeah, even, no, nowhere near. Uh, I mean I that's mean,
1: the that's the same as modern MOBAs though. Dota and Aeon of Strife, like Dota, once it was in Warcraft 3, I guess, was getting pretty popular. But like Aeon on Aeon of Strife on uh, on Starcraft's custom maps,
0: yeah. I remember uh, watching yeah. YouTube videos and streams and stuff of it back in the day.
3: I guess it happened with Team Fortress too, to an extent, and then Hero Arena shooters kind of spawned from that. Yeah, I mm-hmm. guess. It also I mean, it wasn't
2: up. it wasn't the first one, but it was something <laughs> like it. Yeah. So yeah. well, Team
3: Fortress was a mod as well. Yes. Know? Yeah. Of Half Life. Cray, cray.
2: What is it with like some of the best games that make these genre being mods?
1: Yeah, it's a thing. Well, it's, I, mean, I have like, a lot of. It just goes to show. I have, I have my theories, but I'll leave them for another day. Okay,
2: <laughs> we'll be here for the entire hour.
1: <laughs> it like legitimately though it. it I could do that if you wanted me to.
2: No, we have a lot to talk about. If we today. run out
1: of things to talk about, we're there. But
3: we got a heck of a lot to talk about. Yeah, guys. where should we
2: start? I where know should where we crack the egg? I open? know where we should start. Okay,
3: Scott. Yeah, you did a big long stream. Over I did last few days.
2: Eighteen hours. Dang. Well, it's gonna be twenty-four, but. I had no one to talk to, so I was like nodding off in my chair, and I was like, I don't want to miss any of this story. I popped in there and
3: chatted with you a little bit.
0: Yeah. Yeah, Very
2: briefly. At like 8 p.m., not 8 a.m. That that was right before my bedtime. (laughs) So I
0: got on at, I think, 5 p.m. Yeah, you got on at
2: 5 and then came back at 7.
0: You came back at 7, and then I got up the next (laughs) morning, came in and said Hi. And then I went to go log in and uh, see what he was up to while I was at work I before was he was about to get off. Sleeping. And he was off. Uh, oh, yeah. He, was, uh, he almost did. I, it. Yeah. You I, wait, did we see what game
2: this is yet?
3: This is Kingdom Hearts 3. Yeah.
2: I should have
1: really slept on the camera. I just saw. Dude, if, if, I know. If I if story, logged there's, in. No, there was some dude in the last week who fell, fell asleep, asleep, asleep on camera and, and got had like, like
2: 200 people. Yeah, just yeah.
1: watching him sleep. <laughs> I, <laughs> I like realized kind
2: of what the problem was is that no one really wants to watch anyone stream Kingdom Hearts right now. Because everyone wants to play it themselves, mm-hmm. and everyone is playing Kingdom Hearts right now, so finding my stream would be a little difficult. But I was, I was still very happy with it and satisfied. But yeah, eighteen hours, I was like, my body was like. You you got to stop. And I was just like, well, I can't ignore the Call of the Wild. So. It was a noble effort. You did good. Yeah. I mean, it's my second one. I've done a 24-hour stream before. But yeah. anyway, hey. Well,
3: what do you want to say about the game?
2: Uh, it's amazing. It is, it is exactly what I wanted it to be and more. Wow. Cool. Uh, all the worlds are great. The way it looks is absolutely gorgeous it is in every single game. way. Um, all of the keyblades are unique and super special in their own way. Like it's not just a keyblade that has a design; it actually goes further into it. But I won't I won't say more. Um, er, the whole progression of the game is is really nice too. Like instead of what they've done in every other Kingdom Hearts game, where you know they hit you with new story right at the beginning, they don't do that. Like, at the beginning of the game, you go through a small tutorial, and then, bam, you're in the first world going off. I highly approve of that so approach. So, they do not add more story to it. They The entire point of the game is kind of elaborating on all the story that they've had pa- over the past, whatever, uh, the first game came out in 2002... Seventeen years. Seventeen mm-hmm. years of story. Instead of just adding more, they're like, okay, we're going to explain this all in one game. And for people who don't know like anything about the story, you could just read a basic summary of all the story throughout all the Kingdom Hearts games, go into this one, and they do a really good job of ex- expanding on it, and you understand it right away. That's smart. I'm glad so, they did that. So yeah, they do a really good job of talking about the story... Um, throughout all of it, and you just start to pick it up nice. as you play. Um,
1: that, I assume, is given that you are familiar with the story yes. beforehand. Yes. And that if you... Like be- I
2: said, if you watch just a brief summary video on right. it, then you'll be fine.
1: But if you didn't do that and you stepped into Kingdom Hearts 3, you might be a little bit lost.
2: Eh, you might be, but I think they still do a really good job of kind of explaining the whole story. Okay. They even show like cutscenes from the older games in it okay. to kind of like give you a, a visualization of what you're... What they're explaining, so
3: it's been such a long time. They have to do that, yeah. There's lots Thirteen of labs, years is when uh, Game of Hearts Two, yeah,
2: came out. So cool. It's been a long time. I really enjoyed it. I, I think the funniest part for me is all the worlds are really cool. Um, some of them take place after their original film, so i.e. Monster uh, Monster Sync uh, takes place after the film, but mm-hmm. some of them take place during the film, like Frozen. So oh, okay, sure. Like the parts in the film. Um, are actually in the game. <laughs> so that's
3: been the case in previous games. No, no, no. no.
2: I mean, like the actual scenes from the movie yeah. are in the game, and they just threw Sword Donald and Goofy into the wow. game. Wow! So surprise
3: Disney is that freewheeling with these properties. Yeah. That's so,
2: crazy. um, example is is. I don't want to say it. I'm not going to say it. No spoilers. What I'm saying is if you decide that you want to see what I'm talking about, literally just look up comparison videos. Uh, you can do Frozen. <laughs> Frozen or Tangled are two good examples. Okay. So you can just go on YouTube, be like, what are the comparisons of X scene in Kingdom Hearts 3 versus the movie? And side by side, they're almost exactly the same, except the fact that Sora, Donald, and Goofy are in one of them. Mm-hmm. But besides that I love uh, even those I think is really funny to see uh and I really really enjoy the game so far. Nice. It's just, it's uh, Hey, are you going to finish it? Absolutely, yeah. <laughs> another, I'm not I'm not disappointed. Stream? You're
3: going to stream the whole thing probably. Probably not. I oh, think okay. I'm going
2: to just finish the rest by myself and kind of go from there. Mm-hmm. I want 100% this game for sure and there's a lot to do. Oh, I know There's there's a lot to do. Oh, also, you'll be happy to know that the gummy missions are not garbage anymore. Um, actually, I've heard that before. They're, no, these are actually really, really enjoyable and it makes you want to do gummy missions.
3: I was hoping you'd so. say the gummy ship is gone. No, <laughs> no. Crashed.
2: No. It's, it's, but, fiery it, but instead explosion. of being like a rail shooter, it's mm-hmm. like an open world type thing. Hmm. So. Is it like
3: X-Wing versus TIE Fighter? I guess. Is it like Star Fox all range yes. mode? Yes. Yeah, cool. Exactly like I that. Like
2: it. But with like worlds and stuff yeah. to explore. Yeah. But yeah, so I'm loving Kingdom Hearts 3. If you haven't played it, go play it. Uh, if you've never played a Kingdom Hearts 3 and you want to play 3, go watch a brief summary of the story. Uh, a really good one is uh, Barry from the Game Grumps did a brief summary of the story. It's like a 20 minute long video, um, but Barry's someone who has no understanding of the game at all. And he explained it really, really well that's funny. just okay. from getting like details from his friend who was like obsessed with the game. So right. that's the person you want to go see. Go check out a brief summary of Kingdom Hearts by Barry from the Game Grumps. Good so, to know. Yeah.
3: Hey, are you still playing Red Dead 2? No. <laughs> uh, do you think you'll go back to it? Or oh, you done? oh, yeah. Absolutely. I, uh, I, just, I just started playing it. Yeah. Tell me about that's it. It's awesome. Cool. I, I won't say much because you guys have talked about it at length on the show. Yeah. I, I do want to say I agree with all of your assessments about the com- uh, the controls, yeah. the uh, explanations, the tutorials, they're all very, very weak. That yeah. game does not do a good job of telling you how to play it. And when you do figure out how to play it, it's still very, very clumsy. Yep. There's so many hold this button down things in the controls. It's infuriating. Yeah. Like You can't just press buttons for anything in that game. Everything is hold the button down for so many seconds to make things happen. It's definitely yeah. a it game that old. feels
2: like it'd be made way better on a keyboard than it would a controller
3: maybe well they just need more buttons yeah i feel like they could have mapped them more effectively probably but that's probably neither right. here nor nor there that's not the reason we play <laughs> these games yeah um, it's still a
2: really good game it's it's fantastic yeah like don't get us wrong but it's just it's that probably aspect of it that irritated me the most yeah. personally yeah so i just I, wanted
3: to get that out of the way first yeah good and then, to
2: hear that you're i'm not the only one <laughs> yeah
3: no totally i agree with you but This is something I forget because I only play a Rockstar game once every three to five years. But they are by far the most cinematic game company out there. They make games with such gripping stories, amazing characters, amazing performances, amazing writing, where every scene feels like it could have been pulled directly out of a big Hollywood film. Yeah. It's magical. Yep. So I, I'm I'm loving the experience. I'm loving just getting lost in this really cool Western world that's so fleshed out. I don't think I'll do a lot of the side quest stuff. I'm happy just going through the main story points because they're all very, very well written and scripted. And I can't wait to see where it goes. <clears throat> yeah, Cool prequel. I like I like the take on uh, how it relates to the first game. Kind of seeing what was going on with the posse that you heard so much about before the events of the first game. Can,
0: uh, are you able to tell me where you're at without giving anything away? Um,
3: I don't know if this would give you much, but I just hunted the legendary bear. Okay, okay, I know exactly. Yeah. Where so you're yeah. still, I'm So yeah. I'm still yeah. in chapter two. Okay, I'm, I'm taking my time. I'm not, um, you know, I'm not locking a lot of hours with it, but. I'm liking every moment I spend did you,
0: it. Did you <sighs> run away or did you finish hunting the bear? I
3: hunted the bear. Oh, I ran away. Oh, sure. did you? Yeah. Oh, I, right?
0: I left. Oh, I left. He only. ended
3: up... Uh, he's not very far. He's kind of just up the hill from there. But yeah. I, I ended up fighting him and uh, he climbed on top of me. And I thought for sure I was going to die. He was chomping my face. But uh, I was able to get my knife out, stab him a few times, throw him off, shoot him. Took him down. So I get his pelt and I throw it on the back of my horse. And I'm riding back to camp. And camp was pretty far from there. But yeah. I got like you know, within probably three minutes from camp and some guys come by and I have a bounty on my head at the time. And some guys come by and take me out, and you lose you
2: lose the legendary yes. pelt. Yes. I have a way when worse that happens, story, though, than that. I remember your story. You, yeah. you, you recounted it on the show, I right? was so angry. I told you, right? Yeah, yeah, okay, yeah. Cool. So I don't know. I'm sure, yeah. if it, the
3: game doesn't tell you, can I go back and hunt the legendary bear You again? cannot. Is the pelt gone forever? It is gone. What the heck? Forever. The game doesn't tell
2: you any of it this. It is a It's just like, of... oh, by
3: the way, those guys that killed you just took your legendary animal. So yep. Sorry. You're out of luck. Feels bad. So and I feel like those are probably one-of-a-kind things that maybe you're able to craft cool stuff with or maybe it's just money the game doesn't tell you any of this no. it's very um,
0: obtuse a uh a pro tip if you are out and about like mm-hmm. out in the world and you're hunting and you have pelts or valuables on your horse yeah don't let them just hang out and don't send them away uh tie them up to like a tree or something and then go run off because it what? basically in essence saves your horse uh-huh and stops you from losing all your stuff on your horse
3: oh huh did the game teach you this, or did you figure it I out? I figured that out. Okay. Too bad I've
2: accidentally like launched three horses off of a cliff by accident <laughs> and could, had no way to heal them. So. Accidentally, quote unquote. Yeah. My, you my know girl, you were just messing I was, <laughs> I was playing the game with my girlfriend there, and she was very upset when I did that one time. <laughs> and I was like, I swear to God, I didn't mean to. Luckily... My main horse and the horse I had at the time looked really similar, so I was just like, "Yeah, you see, look, the horse is okay. the old, The new horse was dead. The old horse so, just looked uh, the same.
0: So I've only lost two horses the whole game. Lucky you! Huh? It's really
2: depressing.
0: One of them went off a cliff, and I had to put them out. <laughs> Well, apparently that's a common
2: occurrence.
3: Yeah. Well, the
0: second time happened late in the game mm-hmm. and some enemies killed my horse and I got very, very mad. Yeah, that would not be very nice. Very mad. Yeah. The,
3: did the enemies... Did the, does their AI have a tendency to target your horse or was no, that just was an just, accident? There's a
0: lot of bullets. I see. <laughs>
3: there's a lot of bullets. There's just a lot, <laughs> lot flying around yeah. there. Yeah. Gotcha. All right, let, well, we can move on from that. We'll get back to that sometime down the road. We'll when talk we've more all played about more horses it, maybe. and
2: the <laughs> horror stories.
3: Yeah, can't wait. Uh, so I kind of broke down our, our uh, list of topics today by company so we've got the big three and then just some kind of miscellaneous news what do you guys want to talk about
0: uh i i want to start with the first one
3: so let's just go through miscellaneous news then okay okay
0: all right uh read that headline for us go ahead uh so lead writer on cyberpunk leaves for blizzard yeah uh so S- sebastian uh that looks right to me uh was lead writer on cyberpunk and co-creative director on the witcher 3 uh he has worked at cd project red since '06. Uh, mm-hmm. Now he is the creative director for Blizzard. Uh, a creative director a, on a project there. Yes. So
3: yeah, we don't know what it is that he's working on at Blizzard, but um, it looks like these these past projects at CD Projekt Red have owed a lot to his contributions. So um, what a lot of people are saying though is that he probably was done with his contribution to the um, what's the new game Cyberpunk. Yes. Cyberpunk 2077. I hope so. So yeah, it, I, I don't think this is like a, a situation where the project wasn't going well or that he was having problems with the studio. Sounds like he was just done there. Yeah. But um, he's been largely responsible for some really cool games there. So it'll be interesting to see what he's doing at Blizzard. Some people are thinking maybe he's working on the new Diablo project that they're talking about, codenamed Fenris. We don't know what that is. It's probably Diablo 4 or something. Some big project like that but yeah, we have no way of knowing blizzards pretty secretive about their upcoming projects. Yeah. So,
0: um, it really, it really piqued my interest though. Cause I didn't know whether or not they're done or how far along they are or yeah. what his role is in that. Uh, and then is him leaving? Is that, you know, having a good or bad effect on, on the game itself? Cause
3: yeah, I think the consensus was that he's, he's just kind of wrapped up with the writing duties there. Um, it seems to me that writing is probably one of the first things that takes place in the creation of a big story-driven RPG like this. So once you get that hammered out and on paper, he can move on to another project and the rest of the team can kind of just come around it and, you know, fill in all the other blanks. Yeah. Build, build the game around the story that's been written. So.
0: And it's been rumored that the game might come out later this year. Yeah, right. <laughs> Might
3: I mean the last thing we heard back quarter in E three was like two no. two to
0: three years out at the beginning of this month it was uh there was a rumor that came about that it's supposed to be released do quarter you, four. Do you know where that rumor came from? I'm just curious. I'm no, not, I don't remember
3: where.
1: What, it. Whether it's substantiated or not, though, I do hope I do hope that it's coming out sooner rather than later. Mm-hmm. If only because if if this guy was a big contributor to the story now he's not working with the company anymore, the longer the game goes. In, in development after the story is all done, right? Like, what if what if they find that hey, there's this thing we want to do that it works really well in this part of the game, but the story probably needs to be a little different. Like, I would hope that there wouldn't be too much of that stuff going on. Yeah, well, but the longer it goes, the more likely things like that come up, right? And you hope that your lead writer or a, at least a major writer would be still around so
3: you'd hope i was gonna say yeah. he like you said he is the lead writer so there's probably still other writers on staff to maybe deal with smaller issues like that but mm-hmm. yeah who knows who knows what I mean, state this is is? they're in? a
1: bigger company than they used to be too so i'm That's sure true. that there are
3: yeah no doubt yeah hey zach yeah this next thing on the outline is the only thing i didn't really elaborate on so can you can you talk us through that yeah Com- command and conquer receives backwards compatibility yeah what's so, this referring to uh so whoa we good scott uh,
1: I think that was that I, was me. I think that I, was Zach I, I, I touching his my, cord.
0: Yeah, oh, okay. I cord on my mic. Hey, yeah. on.
2: Stop moving it. I will. You've moved it like four times since I know. you sat down. It
0: hasn't been right. I have to you know I have to feel comfortable I have to vibe well with where I'm <laughs> sitting, you know. Yep. Well
2: hey understandable. You want me to move it for you so it's right in front of your face? No. Okay. Okay, well, get your hand off of it. Oh I can't. And, and talk into it. Okay. Uh
0: <laughs> so Command & Conquer is receiving uh, backwards compatibility with the Xbox One. Right? Great. Which,
3: which game is this? Is this like Red this Alert is, uh, 3 or something uh, like Command that? Command and
0: Conquer Big 3, Tiberian Wars, Command oh, and yeah. Conquer 3, Kane's Wrath. Oh, wow. Uh, Command and Conquer Red Alert 3, and Command and Conquer Red Alert 3, Commander's Challenge. Oh, cool. These are, are all games. Xbox One. These are all games that you can buy on Steam, by the way.
3: Yeah, but we don't all play PC games. How do these games work on console, actually, now that I'm thinking about it?
1: As I recall, Command & Conquer always worked on a little bit different control scheme than like kind of the StarCraft norm that got established. Sure. Um, and I don't think it was StarCraft. No, it was. Because I think it was StarCraft and uh, Total Annihilation. Um, and it may have even been something before StarCraft. But they had two different control schemes that uh, everyone ended up jumping on board with what StarCraft used or... Mm-hmm. And uh, and Command and Conquer, I think, was one of the weird ones that was kind of in the middle. And one of the big things was in Starcraft, you drag and you drag a little box, select your units, right click to move. And in Command and Conquer, I believe, at least in the early ones, it was a left click to move thing, which is very very difficult <laughs> off putting. Yeah, you just can't retrain your brain when you're your used brain. to the one.
3: <laughs> right?
0: Yeah, um, I, I remember it. like a like a scrolling menu to select units. And you can tell them where to go. Yeah. Okay. Um, but I've never really had, like, large issues with uh, console RTS games. Gotcha.
3: He said this is Xbox? Yeah. These are 360 titles? Yeah. And now they're on supported Xbox on one. Xbox One. Gotcha. Yeah. It's cool. really cool. They are still fleshing out that backwards compatibility list. It's crazy. Yeah. Uh, yeah. And meanwhile, Sony's like, we just can't do it. It's in, not going to do it. It's impossible. I know. What are they the doing? Not they're capable. just sitting around <laughs>
0: while everybody's like making like leaps and jumps in the game. Well, industry. you say
3: they're sitting around, but they just passed the 90 million sold mark on the PS4. So it's working for them. All right. They're, they're, they're just doing. sitting around
0: gathering money. Yeah,
3: they're doing that. <laughs> and Sorry. who can blame them? Seriously.
0: Are you guys going to go back and play any of these?
3: Uh, I don't think so. I've no. never been a huge fan. I, I played the original and maybe the second one back on PS1. It's been many, many years. Yeah, They're cool, but I don't think I will. Dan, you're a strategy guy. Yeah. You think you'll play any of these? No. Okay, cool. Oh, you, I mean, if you would, are, it would be on PC, obviously. Right. Yeah. The,
1: the games are really old. I mean, there are not just because of the control scheme right like you and I have we have hashed it out about mouse and keyboard versus controller and i think most of the things where you and i argue about it it's, it it mostly comes down to preference and like there's yeah. some like really like specific ways in which they might be better or worse than each other but specifically for for strategy games. The just the freedom of a mouse, mm-hmm. I think is too important because it's hard to do a strategy game without either some form of menu or the ability to, you know, click and drag and select yep. a bunch of units that way. And you can do that on a controller, but it's clunky. I remember uh, yeah.
0: playing a Lord of the Rings RTS game. Oh, okay. Mm-hmm. Um and it had a, a drag selection uh tool. Right. You there. can
1: you can do it. Yeah, it's not w- that you can't do it, but like that takes me a quarter second to do on the computer and then it's boom right click over here and Mm -hmm. now they're going and and i didn't even have to think about it whereas for for a a controller like the sensitivity of the analog stick in terms of like how do you select things quickly and then get over here and tell them to go that way and then go and navigate through menus like either you're going to sacrifice your menu navigation because your mouse hacker you're cursor accuracy is way off because you're too sensitive or it's going to take ages to do anything because your cursor is at a low enough speed that you can't write menus. Whereas with a mouse, it's a lot easier to have a greater breadth of movement speed essentially. Right. And, and I think that there are, there's probably a few other things that help there too. Hotkeys are huge. There are some, there are some strategy games where you can use a good portion of the keyboard and and hockeys and stuff like that, which you just you're not going to be able to make that happen on a controller because you've only got so many buttons, right? And in some games, there's, it's not there's a radial huge deal, menus, but, there's
3: options, but it, it all right. gets a little a step more cumbersome if you dig too deeply into mm-hmm. those those options. Yeah. Uh, one so, one thing I would point to that's kind of example for RTS ish done well on console is Pikmin. Have you ever played any of those, Dan? I have. they're yeah. They're really clever with how they mm-hmm. approach that idea on a console, where and, you have an on-screen avatar. That's actually on the battlefield. You can call it a battlefield, whatever. Right. And uh, he's qu- sort of interacting with the troops on the battlefield directly. Yeah. He's and, things and to him. And that's him where and
1: I think Pikmin is an example of something that uses the console well. And like Halo mm-hmm. Wars is another one. They did a, a pretty good job you guys, sure. um, uh, of kind of doing their thing without... What? Do you guys remember Tom Clancy's End
0: War? Yeah. No.
3: It was largely voice controlled, right?
0: Uh, there was the option to. Okay. I personally didn't like it or use it a lot. Oh, okay. Um, but that game, I remember operating very smoothly. So, oh. and, it's,
1: and, and that's, I guess, what I'm getting at, is that you need to do something clever. Yeah. So like yeah. Halo Wars, if I recall correctly, you didn't have expansive base building. You had a base, and you upgraded pieces of it. And that's, where, that's one of the places where they kind of cut out something that was typical to, to the RTS genre without making it not feel like an RTS. Sure, yeah. So you have to be smart about it, but...
3: Yeah, and yeah. some developers are more clever with that than others, clearly. Yeah. All right, let's move on. There's a lot, of, a lot no, to go through. I want to keep talking. Sorry, Dan. <laughs> Things will come up that we can argue about, no doubt. Um, Resident Evil is getting a TV series, this is rumored, yeah. um, on Netflix. It'll be a Netflix ex- exclusive. This was reported by Deadline Hollywood. They said that Constantine Film, a German company, is developing the show for Netflix. And uh, it's going to be digging into the dark inner workings of the Umbrella Corporation and kind of how the, uh, the fallout of the zombie apocalypse has affected the world at So
0: large. I kind of have a, a bone to pick with this story. Mm-hmm. Not with the company or with the subject. I think Resident Evil was it show, right? Yeah, it's a show. A Resident a Evil show is good. Mm-hmm. Um, but I've come across a lot of Netflix originals that seem to be cutting corners uh, to kind of save costs. And that is, uh, that. Yeah, is post, post-apocalyptic storylines with single characters, two characters, uh, kind of remote locations with a lack of things going on to reduce sure. costs. And not very many things going on. So it's kind of like a bland story. I could very well see this turning into something like that. So
1: my understanding of how Netflix does their original series stuff is that basically they just hand people money and say, make what you're going to make. And so that's why you get some things that are like you described, really bland and uninspiring and sometimes frustrating. Terry Brooks is a great author and it's, uh, The Elfstones of Shannara was not a good show. Uh. Uh, but some of the Netflix original stuff is great, um, uh, the, I would point to
3: Castlevania as a great example. concept. Yep. it's animated, so it's kind of in a different right. ballpark. And, but and it's not love like that show. It's not
1: like Netflix stepped in and said, "We're going to make Castlevania." They just, mm-hmm. Someone wanted to make Castlevania, and Netflix was, I guess, where it ended up happening. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So House of Cards is another example of a show that was very popular, and I watched a good chunk of that, and I that was too, a real yeah. good show, Netflix original. Yeah. So, I I, I can see where you're. Hesitant about I'm not it. saying
0: all Netflix shows are like Are you pointing are at like anything
3: that? specific, like Bird Box maybe? No, I, a I example? like...
0: Bird Box does... Post-apocalyptic, there's not Bird many Box characters. Bird Box does kind of appeal to that, kind of lends to that. Uh, but I, what I have in mind is a show or a movie called I.O. Okay. It's a very promising storyline, uh, very cool, but you can see where they have cut corners. Sure. But I've seen other shows like, you know, there's Bird Box and other movies and stuff that have the same characteristics.
3: Yeah. Well, I mean, that fits the content of what this show would be about anyway. So yeah, yeah, yeah. I guess in it, you couldn't really point the finger at Netflix in this case if it did end up that way because the, the subject matter calls for it, you know? Sure. Yeah. True. We'll see. Keep an eye on that. It's a rumor. We don't know if that's actually happening or not, but um, it might be all right. Ha- I'm not big on the Resident Evil movies. They kind of skew more action than uh, horror, at yeah. least the few that I've seen. So it'd be cool if they took like an actual horror take on this the series. And I have to assume this
0: is a few years out, right? I would think, but I have yeah. no idea. I mean... If it's just a rumor now, maybe they're just getting under development or talking about the story.
3: Yeah. Remember, uh, once in a time, they were rumored, there was rumored to be a uh, Zelda show adaptation on um, a Netflix original coming, too, and that never happened. So take it all with a grain of salt until you actually see it, I suppose. Yeah. Hey, Scott. Can I talk to you about
2: something? Hey.
3: Uh, there's a new <laughs> mode coming to Fallout 76. What would it take you to jump back on board and check out this game again?
2: Uh, a single player story. Okay, that's oh. not happening.
0: Ooh, shots fired. Do you uh, know
2: anything
3: about this new mode? Can I tell you a little bit about it? Uh, I it. See if a it sounds about interesting. About it. Okay. Uh, um, I. So it's it's a survival mode. They're calling it survival mode, and you'll you'll elect to play this in, instead of the current game, which is they refer to as adventure mode. So it's an entirely different mode to the game, where. Some people will choose to play. And uh, there's fewer restrictions on PvP. Everybody can attack everybody from the outset. It's whereas, a
0: I, battle royale.
3: Well, <laughs> I don't know if I'd go that far. How does it work in the game currently, Scotty? You have to, like, shots fired and then... Yo, i the got to person... be
2: honest with you. I played it the first day of launch, and I haven't picked it up since. Okay, fair. Maybe, uh, maybe from... I need to stop
3: directing. Is it you then?
2: Uh, I know when you go into PvP, you if you attack someone... Mm-hmm. And they attack you back. You can start attacking each other.
3: Got it. It has to be
2: consensual on both yeah, sides. Though. Exactly. Right. Which most of the time people aren't going to do that. Okay. So, yeah, that's fair. Because like everyone has power armor and nukes at their side now, and I still have a boxed pix- pit-, pit pistol. <laughs> right. That's not I can get that far. word out. That was really difficult. For <laughs> me. Yeah,
0: you're uh, you're behind in the arms race. Huh? Yeah, yeah. Well, let me I, run
2: you. through. Like I said, I, I just kind of I got bored. You know, you
0: it, and a lot of people. It sounds like
2: it. It's like it's. Really cool looking and it, it, it's fun, but it's not Fallout for me.
0: Yeah, that's fair. You know what? And I, I'll let you run through the list here in a second. Sure. I guess when we get this thought out. uh It's really disappointing that they're working on a new game mode instead of us hearing about major updates and patches for this game and major improvements. and I
3: would call this a major departure from what's already there. A separate game mode that
0: completely ignores the original game mode that they launched with. That's absolutely
3: horrible. I could almost see the entire player base veering into this mode, though, and it kind of becoming the new normal for the game.
1: I mean, that's what happened to Fortnite. Yeah, exactly. Fortnite said, hey, here's this new game mode, and then all of a sudden, everyone plays Fortnite for that game mode, not what existed before.
3: Yeah true. That's a good example. It's a good point. So let me run you guys through the rest of what this is all about, and then you can give me a few more thoughts on it. So um, if you have an existing character in adventure mode, you can take it into survival mode and back and forth. You're not tied to one of these modes or the other. There will be more incentive for PvP. Uh, You'll get double caps for kills, double versus what you would get in the adventure mode. And uh, players will also drop items when they die. It's a very limited amount of items like um, first aid kits and stuff like that. Uh, so they'll just, they won't be dropping their equipment. So it's not that hardcore, at least Why not? not yet. I know. I think that'd RuneScape be cool, actually. It. They should maybe have tiers of this where in a really hardcore mode, they drop everything. That could actually be pretty cool.
2: RuneScape did it back in the day. They yeah. would only let you keep your top three most valuable items, and the rest would drop.
3: It's hardcore. Times have changed, though, man. Yeah. EQ actually dabbled in that back in the day, too.
2: Oh, really? Yeah.
3: How did that work? Very briefly. It didn't oh. last long. <laughs> Got it. Yeah, it was infuriating. It's, um, a,
1: it's a cool idea, but it... yeah. It you, tends to feel bad when you when you introduce a mechanic like that. Well, it I mean, just,
3: there's there's like hardcore mode in Diablo 3, where yeah. if you die, your di- that character yeah, is gone. Yeah, that's,
1: that's one thing. That's pretty intense. But that's a, I don't know.
2: Single-player experience. Yeah,
1: the multiplayer experience where that's the case is going to attract people who are out to get <laughs> to grief. Think, yeah. think, <laughs> yeah. think, of,
2: think, of, think of it this way. This is the most infuriating thing whenever I play World of Warcraft on a PvP server, mm-hmm. is that Horde or or alliance it doesn't matter will actually like kill quest givers and stuff like that so you have to wait for that person to respond but you could also be just getting camped yourself and just die a million times until your armor just breaks and yeah i and then, mean
1: these are the woes of social yeah, I, yeah. Think, I think the most you can do with that kind of thing is basically the battle royale formula of something like PUBG or fortnite where you pick things up around the map and when you die you drop it all but it's the one instance you haven't spent years on your character. Yeah, exactly. You've spent Ten minutes. Yeah,
3: yeah. So different ball game. Yep. A uh, couple more little things. When you die, you can only respawn at your camp. I don't know what that means, or at Vault seventy six. So you can't. Um, I, th- I believe in Adventure Mode. There was a respawn that would put you near where you died, and you could actually go back after the person, rechallenge them. I don't it, remember. Okay. And then, I never
2: died in that game.
3: They're also going to be adding leaderboards. I don't really know what that would mean in a game like this. Okay. Yeah. So they're shooting for March pretty soon. People will be able to check this out. That'll be a beta. It's not actually launching in March. So they're gonna wow,
2: they did so good with their first beta. Right. Let's give another one.
3: Part of me still wishes they would kind of just let this thing go and you know, yeah. double down on their upcoming projects, which everybody they is really way should. more excited I mean, about.
1: This headline I just saw, GameStop Germany is offering Fallout 76 for free when you buy a used PS4 controller. <laughs> like a used controller. Just, huh? <laughs> just the headline there. That, that speaks that's volume. They just yeah. want to get people in another in their another player. one uh the latest Fallout 76 patch reintroduced several bugs. Like
2: <sighs> yeah. I'm still pretty salty that I spent $80 on the game and rightly just, so. Just to come to find out that the same version I bought is now like 40.
3: Yeah, that's rough, man. So
2: I'm unhappy with them I right think now.
3: Your perception of Fallout's pretty tarnished at this point, right?
2: I'm not happy. Yeah. Like, if, I, if I was to get a Fallout, like a Fallout 5, yeah. and it was like 4, 3, I'd. I would be fine with You'd that. You'd be okay. You'd jump yeah. right back in. All Just right. for the love of God, let the new Elder Scrolls game not be like this. Just give hey, us we another single-player Elder Scrolls game. We
3: player. have an Elder Scrolls Online. There's no excuse for I,
2: 6 to be anything like that. But that's also an MMO. Fallout 76 doesn't claim to be an MMO.
3: It kind of skirts the edge. It dabbles. Yeah, I don't know. Yeah. Oh, if you're even suggesting multiplayer in my Elder Scrolls Five, yeah. I'm appalled, sir. I Do you remember?
2: Like, I remember. I remember when Skyrim came out, and we were all like, "Man, they should have multiplayer. This would be so cool. Fallout would be so cool with multiplayer." And now we have it. We're just like, "Wow, this is awful." Yeah. Well, it'd be cool if there was a game there too. Yeah, yeah, just a big that's, empty world. In defense
3: that's true. of Elder
1: Scrolls, Elder Scrolls Online is not a bad game. No, I, I'm not
3: saying it but is. It's also not the same experience, yeah. right? Yeah. it's decidedly it's, it's different. A bit different. It's
1: yep. it's more like Elder Scrolls than an MMO. Maybe even should be, but yeah, mm-hmm. it's yeah. I it's I different. absolutely
2: agree with you. But Fallout 76 is not an MMO, so yeah, yeah. It it's kind of. I hope they just don't do that in the next Elder Scrolls game. Hopefully, they learn their lesson. Same, yeah. our Lord and Savior Todd Howard, my bro, if <laughs> you boy. will, my boy, yeah, <laughs> love that uh, guy. All right, moving on.
3: Uh, so GDC is coming up in March. That's a yearly event where mm-hmm. um, game developers get is together. Is that Games Done talk about the craft. It's, What? Ah! Uh, yeah, let's just say yes. That's what it is. Uh, game Developers Conference. And um, before they do the event, they get a bunch of the developers to partake in a poll, and they ask them a bunch of questions about how they're feeling about developing in the industry. So they did that this year. The results of the poll have been revealed, and there's some really interesting points that came out of this thing. Um, one that caught my eye is nearly half of game makers think the game industry should unionize.
0: Huh. Yeah. And I, I, don't, I don't know what kind
3: of effect that would have on us as the consumers. I think
0: that is absolutely fantastic. Do you? I think it's fantastic. Cause, Tell us why. Uh, you have, well, there's always the stories of people being pushed, you know, with excessive work weeks and hours and, mm-hmm. and goals and stuff like that. Uh, but you also have games being pushed out you know and so i th- feel like that would give some control back to the developers and to yeah. the people actually working on these games and take some of the power away from the companies that are just overseeing it for
1: for me it it's just Telltale studios yeah yeah simply put that right there i think should tell you exactly what i think
3: don't you think the studio model though like as it exists it is not very conducive to something like this cuz you have People out there that are experts in all different crafts, artists, yeah. Yeah. programmers, right? And they and tend to bounce around from studio to studio a lot. And that's so the idea I of like tying people to studios via union, it just doesn't seem like it. That's where very well. I think
1: you're leaving out one important fact here. What you got? Only about 21% of those respondents actually thought unionization will happen. So
3: Okay, they they would like it, but... Yeah. And it's really, from their perspective, just they want a stable job. They don't want to have to worry about, oh, the game we just made is shipped, and now mm-hmm. I have nothing to work on. Yeah, because,
1: I mean, however many years ago, making games for a living was the dream, right? But right. now it's, it's a huge reality because... Yeah. The game industry is huge. Tons of tons of money come through the yeah. the system for that. So at this point, now you would hope that something like that would have a little bit more stability than it does. Yeah, and it doesn't yet. So
3: well, I'd point to the film industry too. Like the way films are made, every film that comes out is an entirely different group of people working together. So uh, it's not a, like
1: there are there are unions. Yeah, in the film industry. Yeah. yeah.
3: And they protect different uh, jobs. Within they do, the, uh, yeah. And I, I've, I, don't know
1: the details. I know that um, I've heard this in the context of voice acting mm-hmm. because voice actors have different protections or they don't have protections in the same way that a lot of other media professionals. Yeah, do. Yeah, this
3: has come up recently. Yeah, yeah. Okay.
1: And so that's that's one of those places where where I've I've heard a little bit about it. I don't know a ton. Okay, but y- unions can definitely work in a creative industry like. Movies, gaming, what have you.
3: Yeah, okay. We'll see what happens. And uh, another interesting piece
1: of information that came
3: out of this is they asked developers which platforms they're most interested in developing for going forward. Um, 60% of the responders said PC. Mm -hmm. Scott, it's good news for you. PC was the most most desirable (laughs) platform to develop for. For, I mean... yeah. I, I, I was wonder, surprised to see that, to be honest with you. I really? wonder if that's yeah.
1: higher or lower than in the past.
0: <clears throat> yeah, that's, that's I don't weird, have that information.
1: Like, that seems like, okay, cool. Most people think the PC is the best place to develop, but then yeah. is that down from 65% last year? True. I don't know.
3: Yeah. Um, second place was Switch at 48%. The, huh. hi, the, the most sought-after console for mm-hmm. development right now, which also surprised me. I, I remember either a year or two ago a similar poll... Had it somewhere at about thirteen percent. It was like in the teens, low teens. So uh, just in a couple of years, obviously because of Switch's success, people want to have the hand base. in the bag. Yeah, yep. a lot, a lot more people have their eyes on it, which is cool. That's good news for the future. Um, PS4 and PS4 Pro were third at thirty-eight percent. Um, I'm omitting certain ones here and there, but uh, these are the ones that stuck out to me. Smartphone and tablets next at 33%. (laughs) Xbox One and Xbox One X are at 28%. Sad. And then VR headsets bringing up the rear. 27%.
1: Basically matching the Xbox. (laughs) Neck and neck. Yeah.
3: That really surprised me. I I still feel like VR is a flash in the pan, like it's coming and going. Yeah. it so why I, don't any, I don't know i don't know anyone anecdotally that owns one uh-huh. um, it doesn't seem I, I hugely do. popular in streaming anymore at least not to the extent yeah. that it was for a
1: while having played a little bit of vr yeah. at my friend's house it's it was more fun than i think i initially thought it would be what would you play uh one of the just kind of the packs of games i don't remember exactly which one it was but got gotcha. there,
2: rocky's here that's rocky
1: um yeah, I played the one where it's like a tower defense and you're using a bow and shooting stick figures that sure. are coming through.
3: Yeah, okay. Hi Rocky. We'll see. VR kind of refuses to die, so we'll see what what happens with it going forward.
2: It's just like the remember the old like camera based games that we get like for like Connect and stuff like that. Yeah, they don't even make Connect games anymore. No, that's not even a thing. So would that be
1: would that be augmented reality? Out of curiosity, I think so. Because then the the twenty percent mark here has AR headsets.
2: Oh, okay, so that was
3: on the list as well. Um, Yeah, Hololens is one of the AR. Projects, okay. I think, and then I don't know if you count things like Pokemon Go. <laughs> I, don't, I don't know if I do all <laughs> well, I mean, mogul. I don't know
1: if this. How li- do know how this list counts it? Oh, hey, is puppy. The, the question.
3: Yeah, that's true. Uh, it was a big list. I couldn't put everything on there. It would have taken a while. To so get through.
0: the GDC survey for 2018, they didn't ask the exactly the same thing, but they did ask, "Which platforms are you currently developing games for?" Okay. Uh PC was at sixty percent. Oh, okay. Uh, smartphones and tablets were at 36%. Mm-hmm. PlayStation 4 and Pro were at 30 uh, Xbox One X at 26%. Okay. So it kinda gives This was last year? This was last year. Was, this sw- was, last was year. Switch on that or no? No, it's not. Oh, wow. Okay. No. So well, because obviously like, they asked it yeah. at the beginning of 2018,
1: right? Yeah. It looks yeah. like most of those have moved up a little bit uh, except for PC, which stayed about the same. And mm-hmm. then uh, smartphones and tablets actually came down a
3: little bit. Okay. That's surprising too. Don't you think?
1: A little, yeah. All right. Although maybe it's just that the maybe the, the smartphone and tablet gaming is at sort of a status quo where as many people are making games for it as can make money at it. There's no room.
3: Yeah, that's possible. I think
1: that's probably part of it. Hey, I excited. don't mean to
2: rush you because we're all having great conversation, mm-hmm. but we have a lot more on this list and we yeah. don't have a lot of time left. Where are we so, at on time? Uh, just so we know. We have about 20 minutes. All right, guys.
1: Microsoft,
2: so, Sony, or Nintendo? Nintendo.
1: Really? Actually, let's do Microsoft because there is one thing on the list. Oh, okay. True. Let's do that. And we
3: can just rattle through this. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, I've, I've got February's Xbox games with gold, the freebies for February <laughs> on Xbox. Bloodstained Curse of the Moon for Xbox One. Super ba- Bomberman R for Xbox One. Assassin's Creed Rogue is hitting 360. And Star Wars Jedi Knight, Jedi Academy for 360 are the freebies for this month. I always wanted to play Assassin's Creed Rogue. That was like a, almost a sequel to Black Flag. So it was kind of pirate-themed like that one. Um, and then let's just move right on to Sony because the first thing I've got on their list is the free PlayStation Plus games for February. Yeah. Um, this, it's worth noting, this is the last month they're going to be including PS3 and Vita games in their lineup. Going forward, it's going to be all PS4 stuff across the board. Rip. So uh, For Honor for PS4. Hitman, the complete first season for PS4. Do you guys know what that means?
2: Uh, I think it's probably just like a DLC with all the DLC and stuff like that. Okay. The Hitman games never really got me.
3: I didn't know that Hitman was ever released that way. I thought they were all just standalone games.
1: That was my understanding too. Might be, I'll look it up.
3: Okay. Uh, Metal Gear Solid 4, Guns of the Patriots. Fantastic game.
2: That's only for PS3.
3: One of my favorite ones in the series. Yeah, that's true. And you can't play these on PS4, can you? Come on, backwards compatibility. Uh, dive Kick, PS3 and Vita. Gunhouse, PS4 and Vita. And Rogue Aces, PS4 and Vita. Don't know most of these games, I'm sorry. Anyone? Anyone?
1: No. Bueller? I mean, Dive Kick, I've I've heard of.
3: Yeah, isn't that a fighting game where all you do is the one move? You, yep.
1: <laughs> Two, Dive and Kick. Yeah, right.
3: Okay, gotcha. Two buttons. Yeah, I
1: haven't played it Uh I have some friends that have though, and yeah. they, they really enjoyed it. Yeah. It's not like a you know spend your life playing it kind of game. You'd play right. it for a few minutes. Yeah, you'd play it for say, a bit here hey, and there, and it's fun. it's, <laughs> it's, it's rapid paced and just kind of self indulgent fun. Maybe like Nidhog. Yeah, yeah. A- along those lines. Okay.
3: All right, uh, Scotty, let's talk about this this next one. Pre- Hit me. Pre-orders for the Kingdom Hearts. Oh my God. Three <sighs> PS4. Were canceled by GameStop because this, they uh, over pre pre sold
2: this. Basically, I um, this is one of those things where it's like I absolutely agree with you that GameStop is a really crappy company, and they mm-hmm. and this over this past like maybe six months they've really started to absolutely tank as a company, and this takes the cake. Like you can't. This is an, like an I think this is like an online order thing. So you had to pay for the system. In full. In full. Probably, yeah. And so you would, you know, people paid for the system. This is not a hard thing to, like, figure out. Mm -hmm. If you have 100 pre-orders, you're not going to pre-order 150. You're not going to pre-order 200. Do you think it's
3: possible that they were given bad information from the start as to how many they were going to be able to get? How? I
2: don't know. How would they do that? I don't know. And here's the worst part is that they did it random. So they basically pulled a Thanos and at random canceled people's pre-orders. And the worst part was is they're just like, "Hey, sorry. Here's a twenty-dollar gift card. We know that won't pay for literally anything besides maybe a T-shirt." Twenty-five. Is it (laughs) twenty-five? It's twenty-five. Whatever. Still slap. Hey, it's better than it's better than nothing. Uh, they should have just stopped doing pre-orders. Let me read their official
3: statement that, I, they,
2: that they tweeted. Yeah.
3: Due to an error, we oversold on pre-orders for the limited edition Kingdom Hearts 3 PlayStation 4 Pro. And unfortunately, some orders had to be canceled. Guests who had an order canceled will receive a $25 gift coupon. That's not good enough. We apologize for the inconvenience and frustration. That's not caused. good enough.
2: Buy them the game. Yeah. Buy them the wow. game. That's at a, that that's point. A, that's a thought. That, that's... Yeah. Because think of it this way. If... You know, a thousand people pre-order the console, and only nine hundred give them. So take take the pan, take the flash in the bucket, yeah. buy them the game. Yeah.
3: What What gets me is they accepted these pre-orders well over a month ago, back yeah. in December. These were a long and time ago. They canceled it just days before they were supposed to ship, like yeah. right before this thing actually came so out.
0: So I, I have a couple counterpoints to this. Hit us. Is that the pre-orders were online, correct? Yeah. So you got instant refunds back on the cards. Uh, but that's besides the point. They gave the money back, and then yeah. they could have done worse. They could have not kept the, kept the pre-order, not yeah. refunded the money, and then gave them the games late or said they didn't have them. So I think this could have been worse. Well, this is—you Do you realize
3: this is a console, right? This is a console. This isn't the, the game. This
0: game is, is a version. This of the is game. this is
2: the special edition Kingdom Hearts console. Oh yeah, I didn't. Realize this is that. a PS4, like
3: it's a PS4 Pro. Yeah, it's and a it's, PS4 it's, Pro. Um, embossed with, like, uh, characters okay. from the game on the side right, of the you know? I will console. say
1: I will say, given, given where they appear to have caught their problem, they probably did take the best approach, I guess. If they only had so many things to sell and they'd sold more than that, then, like, what do you do? I don't know.
2: Yeah, give yeah, it up. They owned up to it. To they, me, getting a $25 gift card is a slap in the face.
1: Would you rather they cancel it and not give you a $25 gift card?
2: I don't. Either way is a slap in the face, but right. I'm, I'm saying that
1: yeah, no, at and least and
2: buying I, the game, yeah. <laughs> you can't buy anything with twenty five dollars at GameStop. That's a lot of money. I remember getting yeah. like a like fifteen dollar gift card at GameStop as a kid from my aunt, and I was like, "What am I supposed to do with this?" <laughs> well, the fact is, they weren't obliged to do anything like yeah. that,
3: and so they that they did something. At but all they were nice, obliged
2: but... to sell the console. Yeah, exclusive through their company. Was it an exclusive? It was exclusively See, through Games. That makes me think all the more that they should have had those numbers. They should have out. absolutely known exactly what they were doing, but they didn't. Yeah. Oh, so, well. I'm very angry about. It. I, I didn't tell, get, man. I didn't get one. Yeah. Um, I, I wish I did, but seeing this, if that happened to me, I'd be way more upset than I am now. I don't, that's for sure. I don't really get the like the branded consoles anyway. I don't either, but it, that's besides the point. I guess you're right. Yeah. Because some people if,
3: if Kingdom Hearts is your favorite thing in the world, yeah. you, you might have been waiting for, like them for this for a long time.
2: You know, it's not like Best Buy was gonna get these, so yeah. it, it's not like you're like, oh well, you know, I'll just go somewhere else and get it. No, it was, it was just GameStop. So how would they not have this information? Yeah. And this isn't the first time that they've done this. They've actually done this kind of stuff to me before. Yeah. Where they've over pre ordered something and I got mine cancelled. And I got nothing for it. Yeah. So I mean, I've yeah, been in their shoes. I've had
3: that happen with other companies, too, though. They all screw up every once in a while. It's You're not going to let them have this, are you? No. You're not, not going to let them out the hook? Nope. <laughs> all absolutely right. not. Anyway, all right. moving on. Moving on. Uh, there's a rumor that's been circulating that most <coughs> of Sony's first-party developers have shifted their focus to PS5 at this point.
0: Wow. Lit. That's pretty cool. I'm ready to spend my money.
3: But it's also a little scary to me because uh, it might get canceled. (laughs) We have a handful of games lined up for PS4 for the next year. Nothing really beyond this year, I don't think. And does that mean that's it for the system? I don't know. Does that mean the PS4, which just celebrated a huge sales milestone, is, is pretty much done?
2: I was going to say they're not going to have a pre- press conference to E3, so yeah. how are they going to announce a PlayStation 5? Uh, they have their own event. They'll find ways to release. Are they just going to they- drop it? I don't know. Here it is guys. ps 5. I don't know if you remember they did host coming up tomorrow.
3: <laughs> they hosted an event um and invited press from all over the world yeah. for the PS4 before it launched when they were first unveiling that. Yeah. That wasn't an E3 thi- thing or anything like that. So, there's precedent for them holding their own events and announcing yeah. the information when they want to. Yeah. But I mean, the there's there's not much that excites me as far as first party on PS4 goes for the next for the foreseeable future. So it that that could feasibly mean if this rumor is true that I'm done with the PS4, if you think about it that way. Now, third parties are going to keep making games for it, obviously. And you'll have the big guys that keep coming, the Assassin's Creed, the Mm -hmm. Call of Duty, stuff like that. But does this... I don't know. Does this mean they've moved on? I don't know. There's a ton of IPs that Sony owns. It feels
1: early to me, but maybe that's just... I I I agree.
3: I think it feels early because they launched the PS4 Pro. If they hadn't done that half-step measure, different story altogether. But they essentially had an almost new console come out about a year ago. So, yeah. Yeah, that, that, that makes then it seem early. I'm,
1: I'm in the same boat. If the PS4 Pro hadn't happened, then like, yeah, totally. Right. PS5 on the horizon in the next couple of years, like, yeah, almost not soon, soon enough in that case. But with... Even if it's just a hardware update, like it's it's a hardware update, you just had mm-hmm. someone spend another three hundred dollars on a console yeah, or whatever you, you it was. You bought a new
3: console that was yeah. full priced, about the price of the other. I ones mean, look like
1: how
0: long we've carrying like PS3 games along with the PS4. What do you mean? Like uh, having games come out on both. Like they only oh. cut it, they only cut it like what a year ago. Right,
1: right. So you're saying
3: you'll have a bunch of games for PS4 and PS5, PS5. for I the mean,
1: next few years. We're only just seeing PS3 and Vita games die die not off. be on the yeah. on the free yeah. games. Every month. So yeah. I feel
0: like I, I don't know. I don't think it's that big of a deal. I'm super excited for it. If they could come out with a like even better console, it's even more powerful. Eight K.
2: Eight K boy. Well the it's on the horizon. 8K. The big yeah.
3: the big games that are coming out though for PlayStation Four are uh, they're all third parties, right? We got the Kojimo game. Uh-huh. Kojimo? Uh, Kojimo. <laughs> yeah. We've got Death Stranding, there's uh, Ghost of Tsushima and what else? Deadly what did they show Cry. for D three? Oh and uh, The Last of Us Two. None of those are first-party Sony games, so it's kind of weird. Yeah. Oh, well, we'll see. we'll see. Oh, wait, Naughty... I guess they own
2: Naughty Dog, don't they? I don't know. All right. Moving on. Moving on. Let's, Nintendo. let's hit Nintendo. Hey. Yeah, what's up? I don't want to see Steven Smash. You
3: don't want Steve? it? It's, no. it's looking more and more likely. No. Yes, so
0: please. Dumb. I love it. So dumb. I will kick your butt so, up and down the platform with Steve. Oh uh, God, what a waste of a spot, seriously. <laughs> Microsoft's
3: <laughs> Xbox Game Pass Twitter account tweeted this at Nintendo. Nintendo of America, we really dig Super Smash Bros. Ultimate. Hashtag national compliment day. Gross. And uh, that, I mean that seemed apropos yeah. of nothing, so yeah. they, they've gotta be hinting at something there.
2: Dig? You don't think so? Dig. You're dig.
3: Not, you're not down with uh,
2: Steve and I'm Smash. not down with I'm not down with the Persona 5 character. I think it's a perfect. I it's gonna be fun. I,
1: I gotta I gotta wait and see. I'm yeah. not necessarily opposed to it, but mm-hmm.
3: As long as you don't I get don't Fortnite know. characters in Smash. Oh, and I'm my fine.
2: God. <laughs> I don't think they'd ever do that.
1: All
3: right. We've got some... Uh,
1: I don't think you can say that anymore. What? That they'd never do that. The, just yeah. the breadth uh, of franchises Dan, that we see now. They so, would never do that. You you know, give us <laughs> the wah,
2: okay? That's serious, all we seriously. want. <laughs> and
0: That's all we want. Just a quick thought. <laughs> uh,
1: up. Epic this
0: is, isn't a very quick thought. Epic doesn't lend out its brand. It brings other brands into Epic and Fortnite.
3: Oh, good. So we don't have to worry about that? Is I don't that think you have to us? worry about that. Yes. Thank the Lord, yeah. Love it. Yeah, like okay. Marshmallow. Like Marshmallow. <laughs> yeah. So we've got some uh, game announcements, um, upcoming game announcements slash rumors. Hit them uh, fast. Darksiders War Mastered Edition is coming to Switch. Great. On April 2nd. It's a great game. Kind of a Zelda clone, but it's really well done. Um, there's a rumor that Assassin's Creed 3 Liberation Collection is coming to Switch. It's a combination of Assassin's Creed 3 and Liberation, which was a Vita title in the same uh, same era same time, and that comes courtesy of a Czech wreath tailor that supposedly listed this collection okay on their website uh Detective Pikachu. Is already getting a sequel. The film is already getting a sequel. Film It's been been greenlit by uh, Legendary Pictures.
2: Wait, the movie? Yeah, the movie's already. (laughs)
3: Guys, I feel like as Uh, a
0: podcast, we need to all go see this together. I'm down. I'm down. I I really want to see it. And then talk about it. (laughs) Yeah. Yeah. Which I think would be
3: great.
2: Just for the sole purpose that Ryan Reynolds is in it, honestly. You big Ryan Reynolds fan? I enjoy Ryan Reynolds. Yeah, he's fun. He's a very handsome man. Whoa. Yeah. I said it. You a Deadpool fan? I second that. I I'm a Ryan Reynolds fan. Cool. All right. Yeah. All right. I like everything he's in.
3: Do we have a few minutes to talk about Metroid Prime?
2: Uh, do you think eight minutes is?
3: Oh
1: yeah,
2: totally. Okay, uh, cool. That'll well, work. I'm not saying take eight minutes. I'm saying take five so we can get be- to the question. Before we it's before we do stuff. that,
1: let's just make sure to mention Piranha Plant is uh, in Super Smash Brothers yeah. Ultimate. Yeah. Uh, if by the time you hear this, it'll be too late to get him for free if you already have it. <laughs> to- yeah, and then yeah. you'll have to wait. <laughs> So we yeah. hope you
3: already did. He's fun. He's a cool
1: character. Do you download it yet, Dan? No, I need to go do that I already tonight. talked to these guys. I guess yeah. I'm the only one that's played him. Yeah. Hey, just He's don't
2: cool. don't don't uh play him in story or your game will come corrupted. Yeah. So.
1: <laughs> there
3: is that. Yeah, watch out for that. That will have been patched by the time people hear this too. Probably. <laughs> All right. So Metroid. doubling back to Metroid. Um we got some bittersweet news from directly from Nintendo. Uh they released a little video update online on their YouTube channel and also on the Switch as well. What
2: this last week? Nope. Oh. No, this is new since then. Okay.
3: So it was a message from Shinya Takahashi, Nintendo's head of development. Um, He did a short video where he explained that the project was not coming together the way that they expected, and that they've decided to scrap what they had entirely and start from scratch. And good. they now have Retro Studios, the, good. the developer responsible for the original Metroid Prime trilogy, good. at the helm, and they are all they're they're still working with Kensuke Tanabe, who is the uh, the series producer. Awesome, he's overseen the the Metroid series for a is, long time. That is that's
2: actually very good news. Yeah, it pushes the game Tell out, me why which is a little that. bummer. But I'm very happy that they're getting retro back to do the games again it's gonna be great because it will but 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 it's a company that knows what they're doing and who've done it successfully before
3: i have some some uh concerns about retro taking over
2: okay uh first Hit me off with your best shot first
3: off yeah. what the heck has retro been doing since tropical freeze came out nothing
2: they <laughs> sitting on the for, thumbs
3: for years i felt they were at the cusp of announcing some awesome new switch game something that completely out of left field that none of us saw coming this I know they're a, a sizable company and they maybe have multiple teams. This makes it seem like they haven't really been doing much in the last <coughs> five years, four or five years since mm-hmm. Tropical Freeze hit. That's a bummer to me. Yeah. There was a rumor at E3 last year that they're working on a uh, Star Fox racing game, which sounded awesome. Yeah. That just came and went. So clearly that was a bad rumor that was not true. But it's, it's sad to me to see that this great, great studio or a studio with amazing uh, back catalog of games has uh, kind of doesn't have much to show us right now. Well, they will soon. You want to hear my other concern with Retro Studios sure. taking over? Retro Studios is not the same company today that it used to be. Yeah, not I by a long right. shot. Um, IGN did a very detailed article. It was a really cool article looking at Retro Studios now versus Retro Studios back when the Prime games were made. Yeah. And they, they pointed out all of the people that are still there and the people that have left the company in the meantime. So I'll run through the list and... I'm not going to detail who all these people are, but you'll get an idea maybe of um, the amount of talent that has moved away from that studio since these games came out. Right. So the people that are still there that were there when Retro Studios was making the original Prime Games are um, President and CEO Michael Kelbaugh. I'll just I, I'm Wait, not going to say all the their, people
2: who are here or left. These
3: are the people that are still there. I'm not going right. to say all their names. I'll just say their titles because their names aren't going to mean a whole lot to most of us. Okay. Um, the Director of Production is still there the principal animator and the series producer are still there so as far as uh, big job titles go those are the only people that are still at the studio that were there back then so the following people have left the studio in the meantime since that time the game director on two of the three prime games the art director on the prime games the tech lead senior producer senior designer level designer engineers principal artist engineering director and senior engineer (laughs) It seems like a lot of the people that were, you know, the people that made those games that we love so much back then are not at the studio So Essentially, anymore. the
2: people who made the game are gone. Yeah, kind of. Cool. Some
3: of these people may have been involved with the Tropical Freeze, uh, the the two Donkey Kong, Kong games that came out, um, Returns and Tropical Freeze. But at this point, those people have all left the studio. Well, that's so. A there's bummer. a good chance that whatever comes out of Retro now is. It's not going to be as rock solid as we remember the games being in the past. Well, That's why I'm a little concerned with Retro taking over.
2: Maybe that'll just bring new blood to it.
3: There, there's always a chance it could be so. better for the changes that the studio has undertaken. Yep. So.
2: Well, I'm still excited. I think this is going to be okay. Yeah, um, I-, I like your We'll optimism. have to wait.
3: It's always good when a game, for good reasons, gets pushed back. Exactly. You
2: know? what, is, what is what is the quote that uh, um, Miyamoto. Miyamoto said? It's uh, a good... A, ru-
3: a rushed game is bad forever. Yeah. A delayed game is eventually good. Yeah. Or can eventually be good. Yeah. yeah. So. Yeah. So that that definitely applies here, and I hope it's, I hope it's true. Yep. We don't want the, the game that was that they were making if it was going to be a piece of junk. You know? Yeah. So for th- sure. So this is ultimately a good thing.
2: Well, hey, I don't mean to cut you off there. You're good, man. But Zach. Yes. Hit us with that question. Okay. Because we are coming up here.
0: Uh. So with Kingdom Hearts 3 out, uh-huh. uh, I wanted to ask, Ooh. how long? Would it take to play through Kingdom Hearts one, two, and three, hmm. main story only? Hmm. Um,
2: I can give you a. He's do You go know down the answer. The minute. Yes, I do.
3: It's going to be an estimate, obviously.
1: Just Kingdom Hearts one, two, and three, not all of the other games.
3: Yes, just one, Kay. two, and three, and we're not talking speedrunning here. Uh, I
2: guess normal gameplay.
3: One hundred
1: and thirty-five hours. Okay.
2: Wow, that's really high number. It
1: is high. It's uh, very high.
2: I can I can tell you that to hundred percent Kingdom Hearts two it took me thirty five hours. Uh I'm gonna say eighty. Okay. No. Because there's eighty hours of gameplay in three. Well, that's also doing everything. If we're just doing the yeah, main not, story. Yeah, I'm not
0: talking okay,
3: I'm I'll, say,
2: I'll say 90. I'll say 90. Okay. That's a far, firm hey. answer.
3: Before you answered, I honestly was thinking 85. So don't think I ripped you off, but okay. my answer is 85. Okay. All <laughs> Fair right. enough.
2: All yeah. All right. Cool. Cool. Well, I'm pre- I'm hey, sure that's a really good me. question. I know. I'm surprised you actually have the answer for that. Like Someone actually asked it took me, and answered it. It took
0: me a long time to find it.
2: That's exciting, though. Well, I'm I'm excited to hear the answer. It'd be fun
3: if you could find the answer to playing all
0: the games as well. Oh, God. I can do that.
3: Could you? Let's yeah. guess real quick. Uh, Let's
2: guess the
0: answer to both of those questions. Can, hey, this is a mystery to me. Can I guess two? Yeah, of please? Course, I absolutely
2: course. I, I think there's three mainline games and seven spinoffs. So I kind of have a leg up numbers. here.
0: So yeah, <laughs>
3: hit us with it. Where, What's your guess? I'm going to Games. Yeah. The entire uh, series, including one, like, two, and three. yeah, everything. Are we
1: are we including the Japanese web browser game and also the mobile game, is sure. the remade version of that? That is the mobile game.
2: No, sure. we shouldn't count that. No, okay. no remakes. You're not
3: replaying any content that's okay. been like remastered. I, yeah.
1: I say we shouldn't count the mobile game, and we're anyway, not doing completely mobile issues, games. We're just just doing story right. the same way. That's fair. So, I'm so we're say we're talking hours. one, two, three. We're talking uh, what All. chain of memories. We're talking dream, dream, Do- dream drop distance. Birth by sleep. Birth by sleep. Three
2: hundred and sixty five. Whatever, over forty-four days over doesn't matter. Days, right? I'm gonna go. Uh, I'm
0: gonna go three ten.
2: Three ten. That's a fair guess. So I did two fifty. You Said three ten. Britain two hundred. Wow. Two hundred hours. We're playing prices Damn. right here. <laughs> yep. Undercut you.
1: I'll go. I'll two sixty-five.
2: Okay. Yeah. We gotta remember these answers because I'm genuinely curious. Hey, we got it. We got recorded. Yep. Yes. For sure. Okay. Well, right. anyway, guys, uh, thank you so much for listening. Uh, don't forget to check us out on different social medias. Zach. Where can they find us at? Uh,
0: YouTube, Twitter, Instagram, iTunes, Facebook. Uh, Leave reviews. Give us a like rating. Tell us what you think of the show. We really appreciate that. Uh, We heard that you guys wanted us back on YouTube, so we are back on YouTube. Yeah. Uh, And then we intermittently do uh, to the podcast vlog where we record our... Trip to the podcast. Yeah, it's yeah. fun. And behind be- the scenes and behind stuff. Behind the scenes stuff. Yeah, it's pretty so, pretty crazy. Thank uh, you guys for listening.
2: Yeah, and then thank you to NWCC Radio for letting us use your studio. As always, we love you guys, and we love you guys at home. And we will see you guys next week from Zach. Yep. Dan. Yo. Britain. Yep. And myself, Scott. We will see you guys next week. A bye bye. Bye. The
4: pharmacy is now closed.